Welcome to 52 Pearls, the weekly money wisdom podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm joined by Melissa Friedenberg, Pearl Planning Financial Advisor. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. (laughs) You're never going to forget our names because, of course, we're both named Melissa, children of the 70s. So each week we provide a bite-sized actionable tip that we hope will help you make better financial decisions. The purpose of our podcast is to accompany our weekly financial tips, which we call 52 Pearls. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to sharing along the way. Hello, welcome back to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. It's Melissa Joy here today, and I am so pleased to be joined by Hemsadar, Executive Director of Small Giants, with previous experience in education and entrepreneurial environments. Hemsa is passionate about organizational cultures, people, and practicing good business. Hemza, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Melissa. It's, uh, I'm really excited to be with you. Yeah, we've known each other over the years, and I initially met you as you were building the Small Giants organization, and I would love if you were able to just share a little bit with the audience about what Small Giants is, how they got started, and what you're doing today. Sure. Uh, so the Small Giants community is a community focused on bringing together leaders who are purpose and values driven. Uh, How we got started was actually, we were born out of a book called Small Giants, written by Bo Burlingham. And the tagline of the book is companies that choose to be great instead of big. So he covered, yeah, he covered organizations that really focused on uh, and continue to focus on people, purpose, culture, community, with the notion that if they prioritize those things in business, they would scale, they would grow, and they would be profitable. But it's just sort of a prioritization thing. So the book was put out there. Um, One of the guys that picked it up was Paul Spiegelman, who uh, very much connected with the philosophy and the messaging, and he was practicing business in in a similar manner. So he thought, wouldn't it be wonderful to bring people together who are like-minded and who are subscribing to this philosophy? So hence the community was born about 10 years ago. And uh, we you know, continue to exist to bring leaders together who are aligned from a values and purpose perspective. Uh, we provide them with you know, opportunities to learn from each other, to share best practices, uh, and not only to support each other as founders and CEOs, but uh, also to support their emerging leaders within the organization. Because the idea is that this responsibility not only lies with the founder and CEO, but it's really everybody's responsibility to care for culture and people and values, et cetera. Well, I've known of and about and participated in events with the organization over the years. I just think that it is a collection of very thoughtful entrepreneurs and leaders. So there, it's not business as usual. People are really inspiring each other to be more and think about business like they would as a human So it's a really special organization. I'm so pleased that it happens because some of the team's talent is here in Michigan, happens to have a lot of participation here and around Michigan. Yeah, for sure. I wanted to have a conversation today, and we actually have been discussing this over the past few weeks, right, about how organizations can use values and purpose in a crisis. And of course, we have 2020 seems to be filled with unexpected events. And that has been a big deal, both to deal with the economy 
of a world that's ever changing and how to have a company in that economy. But also there's just current events that are top of mind that have to be addressed by corporations. So I can't think of a better time to have this type of discussion. To get started, Small Giants kind of has some, um, you know, characteristics that their companies have. How does values and purpose fit in with that? Yeah. So, you know, actually purpose and values are sort of the foundation of, of what Small Giants companies and, and leaders sort of talk about and are about. It's and like the, the idea, base of the pyramid, the base, right? Exactly. Right. So the idea is that, you know, these companies exist um, for sort of a higher purpose. So not necessarily just to make money. Oftentimes they exist because, you know, there are examples of companies that will say we exist because we want to really impact the lives of those who, you know, work here or the lives that we touch, our customers, our stakeholders. So there's something sort of above and beyond just making money or, or having a service or a product. Mm-hmm. Um, and the values and the behaviors of how people interact day to day and what they do. And that's also really foundational and they're typically non-negotiable. So meaning, you know, when you create these values, they're not just things that you put on the wall. They're, they're really behaviors that you're, you're putting out there that say, this is how we behave as an organization, whether it's good times or bad times. Right. Um, it's also, you know, how we want to interact with our customers. It's how we want to serve our community. And so again, really, really foundational, really important, and they're practiced. And if, if you're ever sort of not aligned with them, then that's when difficult conversations have to happen and you have to take action. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very important in sort of everything that we do and what small giants companies are, how they're practicing business and, and the conversation that they're having is really centered around this. That makes sense. And so as you've seen people dealing first with COVID-19 and kind of the economy shutting down and businesses unable to, for most of us, to do business as usual, how has that value conversation interwoven in the decisions that companies made? Yeah. So, you know, we've seen some really amazing examples come as a result of this. So this is where, you know, this, this sort of what's happening in 2020, you're seeing small giant companies, especially those who really put values uh, frontline and center and they really practice them really well. They're, they're really, they're getting tested. Right. And so, they're, yeah. Yeah, so this is where, you know, that you've, you've put the systems and processes around it and you're living them day to day. Uh, so those that are struggling, uh, small giant companies that are struggling, you know, because they've had to shut down or, or they've lost revenue, et cetera, they're bringing their values and they're having conversations around them. Uh, and we actually started a series called Stepping Up, uh, where mm. we're sharing examples of these stories. Um, you can see them on smallgiants.org, but we're sharing these stories where companies are really, uh, companies and leaders are, are really sort of showcasing these values. And so one example You know, we have a company called Image One. It's actually based in Michigan. And, you know, literally overnight uh, when COVID-19 hit, they lost, I can't remember the exact number, but something around 40 to 50% of their revenue. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the the owners realized, okay, this is a really tough time, sort of what do we do? So they leaned, leaned into their values and they brought the team together. And, you know, their values, you know, are, are around transparency and sort of coming together as a team and, and really creating a culture of ownership. And that was really tested. They brought the team together. They had very honest conversations about here's what's happening with our revenue. Here's what's happening with the company. We're faced with really sort of difficult times. And they leaned into the team and the team helped come up, you know, create solutions to this sort of challenge. And they're, ha- they're, they're getting really creative around that. And so that was one example of really living the values, really testing them, really bringing the team together and being really open and honest and transparent. And that's really serving them during this time. I think it's very effective if you're an employee, if you have an organization that communicates with you authentically and with transparency. And exactly. certainly if you 
only go behind closed doors as an entrepreneur, make all the decisions in a room with a very small number of people, then you don't have the opportunity to have the ideas and buy-in of your entire team. So that certain, and knowing image one, having visited their, their location, um, you know, it completely makes sense that they would have been all hands on deck because they're a really transparent organization. They practice open book financing, Mm -hmm. um, a concept that many companies would find appalling, but is actually, you know, can be very empowering. It just offers a new way to do business. And of course, there's going to be possibilities when everybody is on the same page about here's what we're up against and how can Mm -hmm. we make it work. Yeah, exactly. Um, another example I can share, uh, which was really wonderful also, is um, uh, one of the leaders who is in the Leadership Academy, which is a certification program that we have in the Small Giants community. Uh, he's sort of, he was, you know, he was sort of homegrown, came up in the organization. He's now leading the organization as the CEO. Uh, it's called Gale Enterprises in California. And he was struggling in the first couple of weeks of just sort of being really unsure of what to do as a leader, you know, being just having a lot of anxieties and a lot of emotions around, you know, COVID-19 and his team and what to say. And so he decided to be super vulnerable with his team and just wrote this email and put it out there, really sharing what he was feeling and how he was feeling, not knowing what's going to come as a result, but the team really rose up and realized like, oh my gosh, we're there with you. We're out having these anxieties. We're having these same emotions. And so it was a really powerful way to bring the whole team together and just really lean into each other and support each other. And he took the lead by being really open, honest, and vulnerable during really tough times. And he shared that he doesn't have all the answers. He's really, again, looking to them. And so that was the way of like really living out their values is like everybody being really open and honest and then figuring out the next steps together. So that was a really wonderful example of a leader being vulnerable. Right. That's a good example that your mission, vision, and values are your touchstone when you have them. And if you don't, you're, exactly. you're kind of rudderless. You know that you want to make money, but what is your purpose beyond that when you're up against it and the money situation, the equation for the money may be changing. And I would liken it to conversations. I'm sure he would be more authentic in communicating with customers as well. Exactly. When we first had shutdowns, everybody said, I've heard from every organization that I've ever done business with and kind of an impersonal email. And we got some comments and feedback when we sent our newsletter, you know, hey, this feels more real just because you are, you know, kind of communicating human to human versus here's the hours we're open or here's what we're doing. Exactly. What did you expect to be kind of the outcomes of a, it's it's unusual to have a circumstance, doesn't happen very often where all of the businesses that you work with are going through turmoil at the same time. How did you expect they would react and what have been some surprises along mm-hmm. the way? Yeah. So um, honestly, we didn't, it was, it was, it's just, you know, a lot of people are saying this uncertain, this unprecedented, unprecedented times. Um, and we had no idea how they were going to react and what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. What I think was really wonderful is the confirmation that again, purpose, vision, values, those things are being practiced and being put frontline and center. That has been, you know, again, just kind of showcasing to us the importance of them and also just confirmation that our work is really important, which is helping these organizations do the foundational work, continue to build on the foundational work, not just in good times, but in bad times. That's especially when it's critical. You know, you talked about 
financial transparency and, and sort of sharing numbers and, and all of that, it's also been really clear that companies who showcase that and are really open and honest about that, that it's only helping them during these times. So it's squashing, you know, fears. There's still people who are like, you know, anxious, of course, about what's going to happen to the organization, all of that. But just knowing, knowing what's happening, knowing the numbers, leaders being really clear and open about that, that's serving them really well. And so uh, that's been really helpful. Another thing that is a little bit surprising, which has been really wonderful, are companies that, you know, we have one example um, of a company that is in, in marketing and advertising. They completely pivoted to now, you know, they had an idea once upon a time that was like in a, a business plan that was sitting on a shelf somewhere. And within a couple of weeks, the entire team pulled together and they literally started a new business, a, deli- a grocery delivering business. And so- wow. So they wanted to start that before and they they... wanted to start that before it was sitting on a shelf for several months. Their company was really struggling. They lost a lot of revenue as soon as COVID-19 hit. And so they came together as a team. It's like, well, how can we survive? And how do we ensure that our team members are taken care of? Uh, It's a, the company's called Skidmore. And so they decided, you know what, we're going to dust that off and we're going to come together. And within less than two weeks, they had a, a whole new business model a whole new company launched and they were able to save everybody's job by utilizing the existing team to, to really launch this new company. So, you know, there were a few examples of that where it was really surprising that people, they weren't just surviving, they were actually thriving and they were bringing the team together and they were getting super creative during a time like this. Other companies that, you know, just got into like, you know, making um, the personal protection uh, equipment and really helping the community and, and serving the community. So we saw some really creative teams coming together, creative ideas, um, and not only helping the the company itself survive, but also serving the community during a really tough time. I think when your values or your mission is different than your your revenue stream, your services, that you can be much more resilient and flexible. So I think of a, um, there's an ice cream shop here in town called the Dexter Creamery, who definitely you can tell that, you know, they think with a business sense, you can tell they're there to serve community and they sell ice cream to do that. It's not vice versa. Like we sell ice cream and whoever wants to come, we want more of it. And so they pivoted and started connected with local farms and started selling, you know, milk, meat. Um, You could do curbside pickup and, and it's also helpful when you're small for some of those pivots Mm -hmm. where you, you don't have to change an entire supply chain. You, you just go in and say, what am I going to do today? And that can be the possibilities. So I saw, saw a lot of that flexibility from, smaller companies that seem to have purpose, both from, I'm sure from the inside out, but it is apparent from the outside looking in. What do you think people will be doing next? And how do you, if you're a company that felt like they should have or could have had better purpose and values in order to help them, where would you suggest that they start in order to get on track or or be more thoughtful about their purpose and values? Look, there's always there's always time to work on that stuff, and mm-hmm. um, even if that hasn't been a priority and maybe it hasn't been important for whatever reason, you can start now. And so we actually offer a ton of resources through the community. Um, lots of you know, you have a great website where there's information available. Yeah, there's and- lots of stuff on there. It's all uh, lots of wonderful complementary resources, and the beauty of it all is all uh, it's all shared by practitioners. So it's all examples of companies that are doing this. 
they've, you know, they've learned through trial and error and they've gotten to a good place where they've been practicing this and, 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 you know, showcasing really wonderful examples. So it's all coming from companies who have tried this variety of industries, all types of companies, different sizes. Uh, so they can get a ton of resources of like, where to start about thinking about a purpose? Like, how do you even articulate a purpose? You know, how do, how do you bring the team together to think about your vision and how do you involve them? And what's that exercise? We have an exercise that we share on our site of how to bring your team together and put together a vision statement and, and all sorts of resources around values. So a lot of times the values, even if they're not articulated or written somewhere, they're felt in an organization because they're really behaviors that the, the team members are displaying or the leader is displaying, the, the founder or CEO. And so a lot of times it's really just going through an exercise to bring people together. You know, a lot of times you go through a variety of steps where you're brainstorming some ideas, you're putting some things down. You know, some companies will go through that exercise by looking at really wonderful examples of colleagues or team members. And then you say, why do we, why do we care so much about this person? Or why do we think this person is so wonderful? And so you highlight some of the things that they're displaying and the behaviors they're displaying. And as a result, you can come up with a set of values. So there's lots of resources that we share. Again, you can download, you can share with others on our site, uh, smallgiants.org. That would be a great way to start. And then once you've come up with these things, then the next step would be sort of infuse them in your systems and processes. So it's it's not just important to have a set of values, but it's how do you make sure that you're hiring based on them? How do you make sure that they're infused in your evaluations? However often you do this, quarterly, annually, you know, monthly. So you want to make sure that you're always talking about them. Uh, you want to make sure you're rewarding, recognizing based on them. So it's not just important that transparency is an important value for you, but how do you reward when somebody is being transparent, open and honest? So it's just making sure they're infused in every part of the organization, including having tough conversations around them when somebody doesn't align with them and or having to part ways with someone because they no longer follow the values. So so then it's really making sure they're implemented in every process and then practiced and evaluated. I find when the values are right, then it's a lot easier because it is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. So when I founded Pearl Planning, I had the values were in my mind almost before we opened. Well, they were in my mind before we opened our doors and they have nothing to do. There's no words about financial planning in them. It's courageous authenticity, gratitude and abundance and cultivating community. That is something that we discuss in team meetings. Everybody feels buy-in, but also we can reflect upon our actions, whether it's intentional, like what would my values tell me to do? But so often it's just, we do things and it's like, oh, that was totally cultivating community, but it just feels natural to us because our values are such a good fit to who we are. It resonates when we explain it to clients. If we can be very real and courageous in how we express ourselves, you can be comfortable to tell us what's really going on in your life. So it is kind of values have a, a magical essence that they bring to the organization when they are thoughtful and, and are a really good fit. Yeah. And it just gives you that common language. So like you said, it it goes even beyond the team. Small giant companies, oftentimes they're sharing the values with their customers, with their all stakeholders. Um, Because for them, again, it's not like you're behaving a certain way with just your employees and then you're a different person with your customer. No, you really want to be authentic and you want to be yourself and you want to have that common language with whoever you're interacting with. So I think your customer is is just another stakeholder that you want to be sharing those with. It's a great way to get to know each other as a company if when it should be reflective when people have worked with you for a while. But certainly, you know, it's not like we take people through a course on what values are, but we we're 
sure to mention it when people start to get to notice it's on our website. You know, if it resonates, that's great. And if it doesn't, then feels a little too personal and you want more impersonal. People should know that up front because that's what they're going to get. Well, Hamza, thank you so much for your time. I think you've mentioned smallgiants.org. Um, and we'll make sure to link to that in our show notes. Is there anything else you would mention that people should make sure to check out? I think the the website is a great place to start. Um, like I said, lots of resources that can support leaders at every level of the organization. Our audience is made up of both founders and CEOs and emerging leaders. And we get so excited about impacting emerging leaders within the organization. Again, because what we're talking about here doesn't just sit at the top, it really lives in every level. So we're excited to connect with any leader who's really looking to develop themselves, grow themselves, but also impact and influence the culture in the organization. Well, leadership is an extraordinary journey and it's always nice to have additional resources to help you find your way. So I think you're doing great work. Thanks Thank so you. much for joining us. For more Thank information, you, visit pearlplan.com or our Facebook page, Pearl Planning Wealth.